Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. This is Kelly Fox and tonight we are continuing the conversation of step two, which is willingness. And tonight we're going to talk about how all willingness brings adventure to our lives. And uh, as we are willing, our life can get more exciting and uh, things can happen. So Terry might be a little late to the call tonight or she may not make it at all. We shall see. She has been driving all day home from her mother's and uh, has just arrived so we hold space for her and if she comes then yay if not um, hopefully she'll get some rest soon so let me bring on our guest coach tonight i'm super excited to introduce her to you all please welcome sherry danzig hello 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 welcome to the show thank you for joining us Thanks so much, Kelly. It's great to be here. Yeah. So uh, this is your first time on the show, and I'm super excited to have you. So please introduce yourself to our audience. What is it that you get to do, and who is it that you get to serve? I love the way you're saying it because it is a get-to, and I I could not agree more. So I am a self-care mentor. And my company is called Choosing Vibrancy. I have been in the wellness field for, I would say, wellness empowerment field for well over 30 years. And I work with uh, physical ways to take care of your well-being. I've been a massage therapist for over 30 years and a birth doula for almost that long as well. I have worked with natural energy technologies, and I am uh, privileged to get to be a, uh, a mentor for women who are uh, looking for ways to uh, recreate their lives, to start becoming the, I, I like to say, the, the, the star of their own life. Um, and, Ooh, and the way I love that. So yeah, yeah, so I've been. It's it's truly a work of of expressing my passion and my belief, my belief, and hence the name choosing vibrancy. I think we all want, to, if we have the choice, we want to live vibrantly. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah, I talk about claiming the spotlight, being a rock star. Um, being the leading lady, so I love that. I love that you um, use that uh, terminology. So we are so lucky Terry has joined us. So, Terry, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm just like maybe four blocks from the house, so I'll be able to talk better without the car running, so... I'll just listen, and as soon as I get home, I will uh, be able to, to chat with you without the noise of the car. 
All right. Well, I don't really hear any noise, but I am glad that you are almost home and that you're awake. So. Mm -mm. (laughs) Well, I better be. (laughs) Yeah, because you're driving in the car with my kids. Mm -mm. (laughs) Well, we are talking about willingness this month, as I was saying. So, Sherry, what does willingness mean to you? Well, willingness well, to I me. Mean, oops, I'm sorry. Did you say Terry or Sherry? <laughs> I said Sherry. Mm-hmm. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think willingness is about staying open, and it's I I have a a mantra about endless possibilities, and I think when we have a mm-hmm. willingness to approach our lives to stay open to what is next, to what is possible, that we live, that's how we can experience adventure. That's how we can experience new things. And I think when we are willing to take risks and to step into something that is not familiar, maybe something we don't even know what how to do it, but we have a willingness to give it a shot. I won't say the word try, because I don't believe in the word try. I believe in going for it um, and making a commitment to do our best, to show up. And along with that, I think what comes with a willingness is I, I think it's, well, everything I've been, I've been doing and exploring for my own journey has been about understanding that the fear that often holds us back is a fear of failure. We get hung Mm -hmm. up on that word. You know, failure is not something revered in our society. We like to celebrate winners and failures are, you know, something less. And, And so that's a big part of what I want to teach my clients is that failing is actually desirable. In fact, I have a talk called Falling in Love with the Art of Failure because that's mm. when, and, and, you know, the, the second, I guess the, tag, the the line that comes after that is is that you, you fail your way to the top because that's, mm-hmm. where you, that's where we grow, that's where we learn, that's where we show up with willingness to have an adventure, to step out and do something new, and... You know, as long as we can understand what failure is, that it's simply learning and, uh, you know, and and being courageous, then it's not a big deal. I mean, failing just means, okay, new information. You know, I just got new information. And so I think when we can embrace it for what it is, it it takes the stigma away. And I think that's a huge Mm -hmm. piece of it. So, I mean, I think yeah. we get, you know, we're all hardwired from, you know, we have memories of a time when we felt really bad about a failure. I mean, I think we all can retrieve stories from our past uh, of when we felt like we were a failure. And I think it, the, the, if it was as children, maybe we didn't have parent people that were in our lives that understood that. So for them, they were struggling with failure as well. Um it's never too late to yeah. learn these things, though. 
you know. Yeah. Yeah, I love how you said you don't like the word try. We we practice um, not using that word as well, and we replace it with practice. I'm practicing mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a mentor that would say, do you try to take a shower? No, you either do it or you don't. <laughs> so that's kind of how I how I uh, think about it. But, yeah, um, we we can always practice something. And it, we don't need to be perfect. Um, we right. can have a beginner's mindset, and um, and we can practice. And that's what uh, supports me, for sure, when doing something new or something challenging. And I think that... Um, as we as we practice or as we go all out or however you want to express that, it's really how willing are we to uh, to see it differently? You know, we can see something as a failure or we can see it as a learning experience. So exactly. where is our willingness? our willingness to see everything as something we can learn from or something to be curious about or something um, that uh, that we need, right? Um, I think yeah, I love what you're saying, too, about, uh-huh. sorry, I, I wanted to just jump in here because I think that, that the whole idea of being perfect, that perfectionism, is is also kind of at the it's it's one of the key players of what gets us stuck, you know, where we won't take chances because if we can't mm-hmm. do it perfectly, I, again, it's it's the fear of failure, and I really think that not to say that there aren't things that you want to perfect, you want to work towards, you know, I, I'm I love to cook and I get a vision of what I want a meal to look like. You know, I want the plate, to, the food to be plated in a beautiful way. I have a vision. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and there's room for, for it to not all be so uniform. You know, I think when things are too perfect or we are so focused on perfection that we don't allow things to happen in a different way. You know, we find mm-hmm. out different ways that something could be. We get so stuck in a certain way that we don't allow for something else and I think that that you know if we are holding ourselves to being perfectionists in fact I just I just wrote a a newsletter and I did a Facebook live last week about self-care for moms because I'm a self-care mentor Mm -hmm. and I you know in this I was saying our families don't really want us to be perfect you know if we're leaders if we're running a company or we're in a job, we're a leader. If we're always perfect, we're not relatable, you know, because mm-hmm. we're perfect. Things are perfect a very small percentage of the time. The rest of the time we're making, you know, we're, like you said, we're practicing, we're working towards it. And so perfection, you, you just, it, it's, it's like you hit it, but it's, it's you know, maybe once, but then do you, do you hit it again? I mean, I think it's so much more interesting 
for people. I think we're we're much more connected with each other when we can talk about our imperfections and laugh about our imperfections. You know, there's so much mm-hmm. more space for for being real and authentic and and interesting and um, accessible when we yeah. see that for others and we see that for ourselves. Well, I mean, uh, it wasn't that long ago that people had a living room that no one ever went into, and it was always perfectly mm-hmm. clean so that if someone came over, you could go in there and it would be clean, right? But you walk into this perfectly you know, done room and you don't even want to sit down. You don't want to spend time in there because you're like, you're afraid that you're going to mess it up somehow. Right. So I think that's the same with being around people, you know, you feel intimidated or you feel uncomfortable around someone who is, who is trying to put off this. I'm perfect. It doesn't, it doesn't, um, what's the right word? Um, it's not authentic. It's, you know, it's, it, it feels fake, I guess, to me, because I know nobody is perfect. So, you know, for, for someone to, you know, be, uh, trying to convince me they are, it just convinces me more that they're not. So, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. then they're not very trustworthy. So I think just being authentic and just letting it all hang out, <laughs> so to say, um, you know, being willing to really be seen, uh, willing to, um, you know, speak out and um, all of those things makes you much more fun to be around. And people are going to want to be around you more because you're you're being honest, you're being authentic, you're being um, genuine, and you're relatable. You're relatable. Yeah. If we're all if we're all attempting to put on this perfect side of ourselves, which again, I think we have perfect moments. And if we're if all we're focused on is recreating that perfect moment. We're so self-absorbed that we're missing everything else going around. And so I think it comes down to when we know ourselves and really fully know ourselves, we know what our strengths are. We celebrate that. We know what is not, you know, our, our weaknesses. We can celebrate that. And we can, um, you know, be in a place of wanting to grow and always improve and always moving towards a better version of ourselves. And when mm-hmm. we allow ourselves to show up with, with what our, you know, faults are, and we can tell, again, I, I use laughter a lot. When we can find the funny of the things that we do and say, and, you know, because, I mean, I, I think life can be really funny. It can be the oh, yeah. imperfect, imperfections is where there's humor, you know, where you screw up and, and I think that that makes us so much more lovable because we're coming from a place of loving ourselves when we can accept all of ourselves and not only feel like we mm-hmm. can present ourselves 
at the things that were that you know are really polished. Um, yeah. So that that's I, I think that really is a core way of of finding that place of of sacredness within ourselves. And when we do that, we have so much more power. We're so much more aligned with our truth. What truly brings us joy, it, it, it provides a much richer existence when we can do that. Absolutely. It, you know, it's, it's really an inside job. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I agree 100%. Um, when we're willing to be open, when we're willing to step out of our comfort zone and take risks and, you know, baby step our way to being the person we want to be, showing up how we want to show up, living the life we want to live, doing the things we want to be doing, being around the people that we want to be around, that is how life is an adventure. When we're willing to see the things that come in front of us and the challenges that we might have and the things and situations that are going on in our life, when, we get, when we're willing to see those things as an adventure, we're willing to get curious, we're willing to ask questions, we're willing to step into the unknown, mm-hmm. that is when life is an adventure. And it comes down to are you willing? Are you willing yeah. to live it? Yeah. Right. Terry, exactly. are you it's in about, a place where you yeah. can talk to us yet? Oh, well, yeah. Sorry, Shed. <laughs> I am. Is something you would like to add to the conversation? <laughs> well, I uh, I appreciate the conversation around perfectionism. That's one of the things that I lived with for 60 years. And uh, perfection is definitely a myth. There's no such thing as perfection. And everything that uh, we said, you said about uh, about that, uh, what it does to your to your life, it just makes you miserable, and yet it's an addiction. And so it's something that I will live with my whole life. I fight with it. Um, I overcome it. I let it challenge me, and I step out of that uh, perfectionist mode. And I can tell you personally that I'm much more likable. <laughs> And I have many more friends and much more influence in my sphere because I have uh, reckoned with that addiction and work at it every day uh, by being curious and looking for opportunities and taking those opportunities and challenges uh, to be an exciting part of my life. So I don't see, um, as a former teacher, the mindset that I taught my students and that I lived was, um, you know, the mindset of learning. And that comes probably more powerful when you, uh, something doesn't turn out the way that you wanted it to turn out or it it ended up being, and I don't like the word failure, so I don't ever use that. It, uh, it was an opportunity to learn, just like you said. So it's, um, I lived perfectionism for 60 years. And oh. the last 18 years, I have been, uh, I have been, telling that to get behind me <laughs> just like yeah. uh, Christ told Satan get behind me and I tell tell that fear 
of not being good enough, that fear of uh, being rejected, that fear of failure, uh, which is something I don't talk about anymore because I don't believe in failure. Um, I just uh, tell it to get behind me and I practice being open and present and just ready to receive. And that's a really difficult thing for a perfectionist to do. And uh, so I now receive as well as give. And I'm able to to uh, be, as you said, authentic, real. And the things that I've been able to accomplish my, my the last 20 years of my life have been exponentially satisfying and much more um, joyful than the previous 60 years of my life. <laughs> so, yeah, when you talk about perfectionism and willing willing to work really hard at uh, something that that's that's ingrained in your in your DNA uh mm-hmm. and that's very addictive uh I was a, I'm able to to uh it still pops up its ugly head and I just sure. say okay that's not important to me anymore and just say get get thee behind me perfection I don't it's not something I desire anymore uh nor something that I work for so that's I can talk to perfectionism from personal experience <laughs> yeah 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 hear you and i think it's it that's a testament to learning at you know at any age we can rewrite our stories and rewrite absolutely to live. and it comes with it takes courage to absolutely and listen to ourselves and pay attention when we're feeling that, when that fear starts to bubble up, that is taking us in a place that feels, you know, it's that it's it's pulling those old those old uh, tapes of yep. what we need to do in order to be accepted and be and to be loved. And I, I I agree. I think the things that we learned at a young age, I think they're kind of always with us. We learn. Mm-hmm more and more how to pay attention to it and I think we can much more quickly move through the well yeah we like to yeah we like to talk about uh, the frequency the length and the intensity of feelings and as you learn to um, recognize that that's what's happening to you that you're back in that old pattern of perfectionism you can get out of it it more quickly it's less intense and it happens right. less 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 often, and I think that's the way you can gauge your growth. You know, it's right. the length, frequency, and intensity of that feeling, because mm-hmm. I still get that feeling. You know, but it's like right. well, it doesn't last very oh, yeah. long. It doesn't happen very often, and it's not very intense. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. I like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. It's it's yeah. it's all about self awareness, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it Absolutely. sure is, and self-love. Yeah, it's the one of the things that that we teach that I I love to talk about. Kelly always lets me talk about it because I like to talk about four, <laughs> three of the tenets or basic foundations of fearless living is, first of all, compassion for yourself. And when you're a perfectionist, you don't have compassion for yourself at all. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, so having compassion for yourself, and then you can have it for others. And also being honest with yourself. So being honest, you know, being real, telling yourself the truth, and then uh, being personally responsible. And that's where the action comes in. That's where the willingness comes in to 
actually to do something about it, you know, to take a different step, to see it differently, to to uh, practice new things, to get out of your comfort zone. So first of all, it's, it's having compassion for yourself and then being honest with yourself and then doing it, you know, to take that personal responsibility. If you If that's a goal that you desire, then you do what it takes to get that goal. You know, if it's it's a character trait that you want to build, you do what it takes to build that character trait. That's the personal responsibility. So those are the tenets that, that I really like to help my clients understand because, once again, I developed those in my life, and it, and it was late in my life, and yet it doesn't matter because now my life is full of joy and peace, and, and who cares if I'm 78 instead of 28? It doesn't matter. <laughs> We have a lot to learn when we're 28, I think, you know, a lot of, oh, things, yeah. a lot of life, oh, a lot yeah. of life experiences. So I, I like what you're saying about talking about um, moving past being a victim, because I think that that's an old pattern that we learn that we don't take responsibility for something because we're afraid it's going to, uh, you know, that people won't love us, you know, that we'll, right. we'll show some, some weakness and so I that is the most courageous thing that I think we can do is to take full responsibility for everything and when we do it mm-hmm. this is what's so is 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 such the opposite of what we would think when we take full responsibility for everything we get to experience so much more joy with the things that go well with our triumph mm-hmm. you know Absolutely. if we're so often women have a struggle with when they have success with feeling like an imposter. You know, mm-hmm. who am I? Mm-hmm. Uh, there must be a mistake. You know, I can't, yeah. this is not who I'm supposed to be. And I think the more we embrace the things that are challenges, and I think the more we, we you know, have those, fall down on our face and get back up experiences, the more we do that, the more, the, the sweeter the celebration when we get there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. If, if I you, am you sorry said, to gonna... cut you ladies off. We are almost out of time. And I want to give, Sherry, I want to give you a time to say how our listeners can get a hold of you uh, if that is something that they would like to do. So, your contact information, or whatever you would like to share with them. Thank you. I thought we could have this. We could just keep chatting away. It, it, it's the time to <laughs> <clears throat> So the best way to reach me is through either my website or my Facebook group. Um, it's Choosing Vibrancy. So ChoosingVibrancy.com. Choosing Vibrancy is a public Facebook group. I have a Facebook page that's Choosing Vibrancy, but it's the group that I pour into. If you go to my website, you can go to my blog page and sign up for my ebook about creating more vibrancy in your life and get on my weekly, weekly-ish newsletters. Um, I'm mm-hmm. delighted to have a conversation with someone that would like to self-care and on my website, I have a self-care quiz um, to start that conversation with yourself about what you, how you think about self-care. So that's what yeah. I would suggest is to start there, um, going to choosingvibrancy.com. 
Awesome. Well, please put uh, put some of those links in our Facebook group, Get Fearless at Any Age with Fearless Generations, so that our listeners can have quick one-click access. I'll be happy to. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here with us tonight. I've loved having you on, and uh, it's been a great discussion. I think so, too. Thank you for giving this opportunity and I, I think it's so important that we as women keep talking about this so that we can continue breaking through those barriers that, you know, keep us, that we are the ones that can can uh, open up the doors, the gates to living a, a fully vibrant, adventurous life as much as we can close the gates and only see the limitations. And so what is the light? when we get to celebrate those those gates being opened. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you. I want to remind you all that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of Fearless Living. And you can find out more about Fearless Living at fearlessliving.org. You can find Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org. And all the links to the podcast for the last nine years are there, as well as all of our upcoming workshops, our group programs, Stepping Towards Freedom. Anything that you would like to know is on the website, as well as all of our social medias, uh, where you can find us under Fearless Generations. This podcast is available on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you Uh, listen to your podcast so go check it out share it with others and until next week everybody be fearless be fearless thank you sherry thank you take care